little wee bit struggling. Well, it's my fault. I made you guys record before. No, not. I made you record at podcast dawn. Yeah, <laughs> 10 a.m. Podcast. There's dawn. zero podcast dawn. starting that- a podcast at 10 a.m. is like reporting to a film set at 4 a.m. It's like. <laughs> It's 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 unreasonable, but it's it's still within the realms of professionalism. It's also but this it's unreasonable. Is beyond beyond fine. I'm just no, I'm just a little sluggish because it's uh, I just like didn't plan my morning well, so I was like just kind of doing doing a little dog stuff, doing a little coffee making, but none of it none of it was. I'm I'm just you know bad at planning. That's on me. Did popular stand-up comedian Andrea Jin retrieve her dog from you? Or do you still own her dog? <laughs> Not only did uh, she get uh, the dog back, she texted me actually this morning and was like, don't worry, Pingua's on tour with me now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to be like, she's asking for you again. She wants to come back. <laughs> I, think she, I think she had a nice time, actually. But yeah, I it was... she did too. <laughs> It was a little vacation. It was cute to have two dogs, but it, it was more just the energy level. I actually feel like Peanut got older while uh, <laughs> Pingua was here. Because Peanut is so old and tired this week. It's also fucking hot as hell in L.A. all of a sudden, which is no problem. It's October. The spookiest thing at all is a heat wave. The important thing to keep in mind is it's no problem that it's going to be fucking upwards of 90 <laughs> In October. Not concerning. Andrew, you talking about making coffee made me think of something that happened to me yesterday. I made my signature espresso martinis for some friends last night. And then I I started to stress out a little bit. And I know there's like an etiquette that I probably messed up. But I was making the drinks one, obviously one at a time. Maybe not obviously. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where I went wrong. Um... I was giving the drinks out one person at a time, but then was asking like, what'd you think? And then they'd be like, well, I'm waiting for everyone. And I was like, trying to make these drinks as fast as I can. Should I have made all the drinks in my little corner and then gave them all out at once, you think? Or do you think, do you guys like make a drink, pass it out, make a drink, pass it out? Or do you hoard them all and then present them all at once? What's the Mm -hmm. etiquette? I make a drink and pass it out because I think that you're allowed to take sips before other people have theirs. And then you can all cheers when you all have one. Yeah. I don't think you have to wait and sit with your hands in your lap. How mm-hmm. fast these people be drinking? Jesus. <laughs> Pretty fast. <laughs> here's here's the, uh, I, I think you can, I mean, a martini shaker or um, stirrer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. usually can do at least two. Yeah. I did that would two, be... at, two at once eventually. Oh, okay. okay. I was feeling yeah, the yeah. pressure. Yeah, you got to um, at least do two. I think you can get away with three, depending on the size of your... Yeah, I, I could have made some bigger ones. You need to, to shake yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the show, Yo, Is This Racist? I'm Tony Newsom. That's Andrew T. That, that was Yo, Can We Live? <laughs> that, <laughs> our premium yeah. show just Oh, now. yes. If you're wondering what we're talking about, it's Yo, Can We Live, which is our premium show, which feels a lot like the first uh, three minutes of this podcast, which is <laughs> us shooting the shit and not having to talk about racism. Chilling. Uh, more, chillin'. Less racism, probably on average more booze, but that's mm-hmm. not that's not Booze like, and party design. etiquette. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're like yeah, the yeah. Emily Post of racism and the Emily Post of Emily Post. <laughs> and dogs. 
We're the Emily Post of dogs. <laughs> yeah, dogs. All right. Do we have any news? What we're going to do is jump into some some voicemails for y'all today. But uh, if we if we have any news items, the only thing I have is just to let you, those of you who've been strike pilled, uh, <laughs> those of you listeners who care about the strike. Uh, obviously, the WGA strike has been resolved. Um, we did a uh, a rundown of the the new agreement uh, in our suboptimal pods uh, feed, which is where you get Yoke and We Live. Boy, I'm doing the promo all backwards and wonky. Um, but if you're interested in it's that, really, suboptimalpods.com. Yeah. No, this is suboptimalpods.com. <laughs> um, but now the uh, uh, the Actors Union SAG is currently at the negotiating table, and that's all the info we have. So hopefully yeah. that'll get resolved soon as well. We don't know anything. Uh, we're recording this probably just about at the time where... By the time this comes out, it's either going to be very clearly <laughs> settled or mm-hmm. we'll strap mm-hmm. in. There might be um, a 20-second intro tagged at the top of this yeah, episode. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you heard a 20-second intro, you know what's up. It'll be me. It'll be me going, uh, so what happened? What? Here, so, I'll, do, I'll uh, do it now. Yeah. Let me cut it out. Let me do it now. Uh, okay. So guys, we recorded this episode, uh, before the SAG news came out and just want to say, you know, congratulations to all the actors and, uh, yeah, this is what a, what a, what a, uh, 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 awesome time. Okay. Okay. And then I'll record the other one, the, the yeah. if things go bad. Oh, nice. hey guys, uh, we recorded this ahead of this terrible news that has come out about uh, SAG, <laughs> uh, walk, uh, you know, being forced to walk away from the negotiating table. Also, the AMPTP all dressed up um, in um, weird little outfits and tried to point fingers at us and tell us that we were the dorks for wearing costumes. And we're like, but now you guys are wearing costumes. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you saw it on TMZ. Um, <laughs> I'm going to record my intro too, really quick. Uh, Uh, Hey, guys, so it turns out you shouldn't do the drinks the way I've been doing them at all. And I guess I have a lot of people to apologize to. I'm going to do that in an outro. Enjoy the show. (laughs) Okay, so we've covered all the possibilities that could happen between now and next week. We're covered. I'm trying to think. Yeah, so since we are on off-cycle, we are going to try another three. Well, and also because thanks. uh, Not thanks. I was going to say thanks like in a way that was going to come off incorrectly tone-wise. But because we were having such a nice uh, conversation with our guest last week, uh, Joey Clift, we didn't get... We have a spare voicemail, and also we're going to work in spare voicemails into the off-cycle records anyway. So mm-hmm. we, we're doing a... This is a three-voicemail week. Three-voicemail week. For the old heads, that's just a week. And yeah. for... The new people is 150% of the voicemails you require. We're everyone, okay, regular number of dogs, regular number, too few martinis, mm-hmm. not enough sleep. Let's do a voicemail. Here we go. Hi, Andrew, Tony, and Kevin. So I work in animal rescue, and we have a little memorial garden with frocks to memorialize the animals we've had to euthanize, which is a bummer, but it comes with a field. So we were going to have a little celebration to kind of open the garden and explain what it is. And I thought it'd be nice to have it on Day of the Dead since I'm Latina. And I thought it'd be just nice and chill, nothing over the top. Just wanted to explain a tiny bit about the Day of the Dead and how comforting it can be when dealing with death. Um, and to also commemorate all these dead animals, right? And when we were meeting as a planning committee, the VP asked if we thought this could be offensive in any way. And I have jokingly said that as the only person of color in this place, I'm going to give it a pass, which is true. I work with all white people. And we're not even open to the public. 
So we agreed it was fine. And then a couple weeks ago, we got an email saying that we're going to have to rebrand it because one person voiced their concern about it, which obviously means that a white person complained about it, which I don't think it came from a hateful person. I think it may be the overly woke white person that we have. So anyways, how mad should it be about this? Is it racist of that one person? Honestly, I don't care enough. I kind of hate this place, but what do you guys think? Anyways, thank you. Bye. I feel like the caller talked themselves into the right place, sort <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Here's my here's my question off this question is, I guess, sorry, Kevin, it's mostly for Tony. <laughs> Which is... Good, I have time for one more. <laughs> when, you're the, when you're the only... I, it's just like, I never really find it worth it to when you're in like an all-white place like this animal rescue to like just bother fucking like i just kind of don't bother bringing my shit culturally into this because it's like i don't i don't want to do this i guess that's largely why i do this podcast is because i don't want to bother with you know like it just having the discussion about like oh we're doing day of the dead with even though everyone here is white um and they will probably fuck it up but i won't fuck it up you mean like not bringing it up at all or not like just not doing it on Day of the Dead? Just like not volunteering you? stuff like that. Yeah. And I might be a coward for that, but <laughs> I'm just like, I just don't want to deal with it. And But I just, you do when it comes to writing. Like if you're the only one in a writer's room, you're definitely trying to cram Chinese shit into stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I think it just depends on if it matters to you or not. Like, yeah. I don't think a, a dog memorial at a rescue is like particularly <laughs> maybe something you'd fight hard to make cultural. I will say the other side of that is that doesn't always go great. So <laughs> I am. <Nope. laughs> it sure doesn't. I might ultimately care a little bit more, but I think I usually, not usually necessarily, but there's been times when it comes out to about the same result as we're doing here or the worst result, which is it really, they do fuck it up and it's like, Ooh, this is weird. It feels like a big miss from the manager too. Like, why did the manager not be like, no, we discussed this. The caller wants yeah. to this and says it's cool. It's weird that the manager immediately folded. Right. Either do it or don't. Mm-hmm. It's that thing of like, if, anyone says anything than scared people instead of using reasoning or like thinking about it or like, Hey, let's, let's have a discussion as a group or anything. The manager's just like, well, one person was offended. So we have to take it down. Yeah. Really, yeah. it's like I forgot who said this. Was it on this show or was it just Andrew? Was it in our private lives where we were like <laughs> so many times with white people? If, if no one is a cop, then they become the cop. Like huh. white people just be like, well, if no one's being an authority about this, I need to be an authority and say this is bad and we shouldn't do it. Right. It's like when there is no cop, white people are like, I'll step up and be the cop. And it's like, we, we didn't need it. We were fine. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm going to take the manager side of things. <laughs> but what? <sighs> well, not the side, but I like like just also reading between the lines of what the caller saying, which is like. The other side of it is these people are definitely going to fuck this up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that the caller has so little faith in them and like, every, I'm just like, this, this is, this is like the person who's like, look, we're going to, someone here is going to accidentally make this racist is probably correct. <laughs> 
But I think that's why it could just benefit from a group conversation. I also yes. look. Yes, I'm yes. also like, if if you're the only Latine person and you're suggesting something from your culture, like I think I need out loud that white person to look at me in the face and be like, here's why I think it's offensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not so that like y- y- you can absolutely tell them they're wrong, but so that it can be a discussion of like, oh, right. got it. Thanks for flagging those things. Well, let's talk about it and let's work on how to avoid yeah. it. I just don't think in the privacy of a personal email should a white person be shooting yeah. down something that's not from their culture. Right. And I guess it's also just like the the issue becomes like, well, we're just too racist, so that that's how it goes. <laughs> it's Whereas, like, cool, well, let's. Let's fix yeah. that. <laughs> Why do we work on that? But it's that's more labor. So I know um, the there's like not a great solution. It, well, it does sound like the callers, yeah, just wants a thing that isn't there, which is these people to be better than they are. Yeah, <laughs> and doesn't want it that badly either way. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah, right. I'm not like, I'm not saying. The like manager is in the right, but among a bunch of bads. Well, yeah, but the the reason the manager is in the wrong, I guess, to me is like because of all the previous hiring practices, uh-huh. and this is just like a band aid over that like series of bad decisions mm-hmm. that has created the situation where the bulk of the employees can't be trusted to not be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I I do like your point of view of like the managers in the right and that they assume they don't assume the best of a group of white people. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, that is ultimately what I mean is like, I mean, like Mm -hmm. the other side of it is like, clearly, you know, it doesn't take much and you just you can see exactly the ways in which it'll go wrong. And I think the manager's probably pretty aware of that. And I do think the caller is also aware of it. I but get, okay. They're not the wrong that I'm it's gonna, racist. Right. But the only thing I'm going to argue, Andrew, I'm going to put this in terms that you care about. If you're in a writer's room of all white people, you're the only Chinese person, and you're trying to write a Lunar New Year scene, and some one of your white coworkers emails the showrunner and says, I don't think we should do this because we're going to handle it wrong, and your showrunner kills it in your episode, you would lose okay. your goddamn mind. Here, but here, the difference is, um, unfortunately probably because i very much feel like i can handle this um yeah. and i want to handle it in the case of a script like right. they're like we're going to fuck this up and it's like i know you're going to i agree you're going to fuck this up that's yeah, why you so don't I say anything it. about this yeah <laughs> whereas this is unfortunately a situation where like it doesn't sound like the caller wants to be like i agree you are going to fuck this up Everyone stay the fuck away from my ceremony. Yeah, I will now give myself more work. <laughs> yeah. So okay, that's caller. a little... So if you want to... I, I see yeah. that. Caller, if you want to do it all yourself, then you should push back. But if you don't... Yeah. Yeah, because there's just like... A, there's a lot of shit that's not your job that has to happen if this is going to go right. Yeah. And maybe you do want to do it, but it is also understandable. And it just truly... I don't know. What? This yeah. is... Yeah, this is what you get when you get me this fucking early in the morning, yo. I know. Also, I'm like, I don't know why I'm, why we're both advocating for the, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. When we both work in collaborative fields. And we also never want to do it ourselves. No, I always want help. Um, <laughs> even if the help is bad, I'm like, well, 
Start yeah. out by writing the bad version of this and I'll fix yes, it. Yes, it's something. Look at us. We're I, I'm so off the rhythm. I was about to say another voicemail, but the only voicemail you're about to hear is, you know, probably an ad or something. I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it's a different type of voicemail. One, instead of asking you what's racist, it's telling you to buy something. Goodbye. Hello. And we're back. How was it? <laughs> Good. Great. Also, if there was no ad, what a what a delightful transition. Okay. Goodbye, hello. Now voicemail. Number now two. we start doing voicemails mentally. Got to get ourselves to. We just talked oh, yeah. about the news, yeah. Such as it, such as it were. Yep. Hi, Andrew, Tani, Kevin, and Peanut. Uh, with Halloween Aww. coming up, I wanted to leave a costume-related racism question. So, I was recently going through old photo albums at my mom's house and found a picture of the Halloween. Uh, where was maybe seven, eight, nine years old, um, where I asked to dress up as a girl from Kenya. So, uh, a little backstory here. My grandparents <laughs> were missionaries in, his chair. <laughs> in Burundi. Uh, we are all white, and I know missionaries, you know, racism and problematic in itself, but uh, that's probably a conversation for another time. Um, so my mom was born in it's gonna be this Africa time. <laughs> and lived in Burundi until she was eight years old. And so she has a lot of things from Africa. And when I was growing up, um, you know, she had instruments and she had clothing and she had um, these dyed fabrics. And she would show me how she was taught to tie the fabrics in different ways and wear them as clothes. Isn't this the so beginning of Mean Girls? I asked. I was going to say get out. She had. And I think this came from me, but I did ask to have brown face paint on. So there is a picture of me in It was almost fine. And I asked her recently, uh, looking at this photo, like, why did you do that? Why did you think that was okay? to put me in brown makeup. And yeah. she said, well, I thought it was really cool that you <laughs> wanted to celebrate this culture and that you wanted to Pigmentally. You know, have these things from my, my childhood. <laughs> and I just thought it was a good celebration of um, African or Kenyan culture. So I, it makes me really uncomfortable. I don't think it's a good celebration to wear blackface. <laughs> Um, but no. I, just, I don't know if there's anything I should do about it now. Should I destroy the photos or just <laughs> uh, keep having it? I mean, she recognizes now that it's not okay, but um, we've had some conversations about it. But yeah, that's that's my Halloween um, racism costume story. So thank you. <laughs> I We've never had uh, exactly this flavor of question, which is, is blackface bad if I was a minor and not legally responsible for <laughs> my actions? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the parent has like, it's not like the parent's defending it. Um, no. 
Well, kind of being like, it's a celebration of culture. It was like, well, it was up until. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yes. But it does sound like the parrot at least understands the fucking, like, the celebration of culture part. Even that, I'm like, "Mm." but yeah, the, the, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's the, like, do you destroy the evidence? Yes. Yeah, just burn that picture. Yeah. Don't talk about it Get as a shredder. family anymore. Just pretend it's like it's like grandpa's second family and you just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz there's no What are we what are we doing with it? What yeah, we, like what what, 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 are we, what really, what's the upside? <laughs> what yeah. value is there in this? Right. Cuz even the like because the small value would be like, oh, my God, look how, you know, we used to be such pieces of shit, but we, we've we changed. But it's like, it's not like you need the evidence for that. Yeah, we don't need I receipts. <laughs> everyone everyone will still understand that yeah. you're... Uh, <laughs> and I'm always just like, I know it's a family photo album, but I don't know. You just don't know who's going to come across it, sure. you know? Yeah. Like, and yeah, like, like, I don't know if your family's done growing, but like, you know, I married into a white family. Thankfully, they they don't have any blackface photos. But like, you know, somebody marries into the family and is flipping through the photo album. Just spare that future person having yeah. to look at a little blackface child and then question <laughs> yeah. what type of people they've chained themselves to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no. Right. There really is no upside. Trust us. We all believe that you were like pretty racist 10 years ago white family (laughs) (laughs) like you don't need more evidence for that like again right whatever whatever you are now no one is like yeah oh i i'm not gonna i wouldn't you people doing blackface in the fucking what 90s maybe nah that would never happen that always happened (laughs) you know what else is fucked up (laughs) is that because she was a tiny kid I bet there's some white person that's going to feel conflicted and be like, but she looks really cute. And then that's going to cause a problem. So let's oh, just yeah. save anyone from having to parse the cuteness of the blackface, please. Yeah. Oh my God. And call her. Yeah. Don't ask anyone if you should shred it. Just shred it. Like, don't <laughs> yeah. let there be a discussion about it. <laughs> yeah. Because then what, like Tawny's saying, don't have one person double down about why that you should keep it. Just like shred it and don't don't bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Because, oh, here's why. Here's why it's a good trap. Because then one day, someone's going to be like, what happened to that cute picture of you in your Halloween costume <laughs> when you were seven? And you're going to be like, you, I found you. <laughs> yeah, yep. exactly. You're out of the family. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of other cute pictures of you dressed as like a pumpkin. Anything else. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. got, I got my Halloween costume in the mail uh, yesterday. But I did, I did a thing that was probably irresponsible for many reasons, is I got just one of those, like, uh, onesies off of Amazon with the, like, kind of, like, big costumey part. And mm-hmm. I, I assume those things are sort of just, like, drop shipped from a prior factory in, uh, where the labor conditions are not great. Mm-hmm. Amazon's not great. Um, but I think it's going to be cute. And... Yes, peanut is part of it. Are you telling wow. people what it is? I don't know. Should I? Nah. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. All right. Wait a little bit. Yeah. yeah All wait right. A little I'll tell. I'll tell you guys off mic. Hell yeah! I can't wait. <laughs> Halloween. Ugh. But yeah. Also, this like. I mean, look. I know I'm probably more like anti, 
religion slash Christianity than I need to be. But this also is like the like missionary of it is exactly this. It's like you objectify these folks, even though you claim and probably on some level believe that you're not. And, you know, seeing seeing the whole like blackface dressing up as, quote, a Kenyan person uh, is part of that. And that, you know, takes a long time mm-hmm. to like get out of your system. And, you know, despite the caller saying that um, her parents have, mm-hmm. I personally am, I don't know if I'm convinced. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know, just saying. Just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Voicemail three? Oh my God, I, I literally almost said voicemail two. And I know I'm really milking this three voicemail thing, but that is actually where my brain is at. No, let's do it. Let's it's the do best it. I got. Here we go. Hey, Andrew, Tommy, and Kevin. Um, I am a Filipino man in uh, Sacramento. I work in a uh, mostly white male dominated industry. Um, so when I first met, the managing partners of uh, a firm that I work at, uh, they, they, the first, the first thing they asked me was like, "Do I speak Spanish?" And um, I'm Filipino. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hope. I would hope someone they wouldn't assume I spoke Spanish. So it made me believe that like they thought I was uh, of some sort of like Latinx descent. So like my first reaction was to say no, and. Uh, it was fine the first time. It was, it's never fine, but it was like I can give a pass the first time. The second time, and then the third time they ask, I third I was time. like, no, wow. no. And then like the fourth time, I was like, I'm Filipino, and like it, it was. It, it got to a point where I was like, uh, you know, like it's it's like I I don't know why you keep asking like you're like it. They keep asking cause, like they assume that I spoke Spanish. Is that racist? Also, is it? Is it fucked up that I do know how to speak Spanish, but, like, at this point, I kind of really just don't want to for them. Like, I, I, it's a whole other thing. I just don't, I just, I just feel like they don't deserve it now. So, uh, thanks. Love the show. Uh, yeah. I very much relate to this. I've done many things that I'm just like, I'm not going to admit to this. Yeah. Guess what, everyone? I'm not great at math, but what I am great at is high school math. So, like, all through high school, I was definitely <laughs> the best at math of anyone around. Uh-huh. And I will fucking see you in hell before I admit that. <laughs> you just did here. You know, no one listens to this. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't count. <laughs> this is just us chatting. It is funny that, sorry, side note, because Andrew and I have been working together on something else, the number of times he and I are on a Zoom, but not a podcast, has really scrambled my brain. Because I don't know what's, I no longer know what's public now. and what's private conversation. Right, we forgot. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's just like. I have no oh, idea. Is this, are we recording? I don't know. Secret. We're never recording? We're always we'll recording. Never know. Uh, we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, so no, I, I relate to, I mean, I think. Look, it was also sort of a personality flaw of mine, not saying it's a personality flaw of the callers, but just this, mm-hmm. like, obs- not obstinate, but just this, like, well, fuck you, no, um, I will not, like, whatever stereotype you have, I will mm-hmm. simply be the opposite. Because I think the thing that didn't work for me is it turned me into, at least especially in my 20s, um, and this is obviously a problem with 
American men, I will say, but men probably everywhere, which is mm-hmm. you just think like, you know, contrarianism is smart. Um, right, right. And that I think ultimately has not served me particularly well. Um, but I do relate to what the caller is doing. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really have any problems with what the caller is doing. Just kind of <laughs> shutting it down and being like, no, I'm Filipino. Or just saying no. Yeah, yeah. You don't owe people any. I don't know why. Everyone thinks they owe strangers the truth all the time. You owe strangers yeah. nothing. Yeah. I mean, four times. Do you think it's the same? It's probably not the same person. Like, I'm just so fascinated in the the instance where someone just multiple people keep bringing it up. It's just like, yeah, why? I don't know. So yeah. so bizarre. Well, but that is also part of the like, like work is this like unique ish situation where you spend a lot of time with people that you might you don't you know need to respect or like give for sure um parts of yourself to because mm-hmm. in like social situations and i think people forget that slash especially management is incentivized to pretend like we're all fucking friends here but yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> we're a family yeah but it is a thing where like i think there is a part of a human thing where it's like well we spent this much time together it's not on like out of line for me to ask about your life and things that are like kind of personal or whatever, but mm-hmm. it is out of line. But I, I, I oh, wow, this is me. This boot, bootlicker Andrew. This episode is all about me. Yeah, you really love like, management. What the fuck happened? Strike, strike is <laughs> One over. Strike I was, ended and I now was you're scabbing like, the whole time. <laughs> you're trying to get back in the studio's good graces. <laughs> <laughs> Zazlav, your vests are not weird. They're cool, man. Your vests are so cool, man. We love them. No one ever thought where your vests are just bizarre. Oh, yeah. Canceling shows and erasing it from existence is cool. Everybody should do it. Yeah, yeah. You're cool, man. But, you know, I I guess I just sort of understand. I understand why why people do it. I don't think it's right. But, Mm -hmm. like, I get it. You just, especially, and it's probably just easier for the management side of things because everyone is deferential and friendly to you. And the, it's not necessarily a two-way street um, when it comes from you, but you might not notice it because, you know, work creates a situation where all the social cues are all fucked up. Mm-hmm. As Kevin, Kevin nods mm-hmm. and tolerates us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking that AMPTP could stand for Andrew Me Podcast Tawny Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like that me is in there. Like <laughs> Yeah. That's how Kevin that's how Kevin processes the world. <laughs> uh, perfect. <sighs> that let's see, that's almost like just like uh, yeah, our weekly schedule. <laughs> I know. It weirdly was like, I don't know, these were kind of cut and dry. Yeah, it actually makes a ton of sense. Uh, I'm feeling it. I, I'm i sorry. I don't know I don't know what got into me, though, for real. I, I Yeah, fuck I these people. I think you're doing great. Yeah, no, I feel I, bad for the caller. That's so yeah. uh, annoying. Yeah, caller, you don't owe anybody anything. You don't owe anybody any explanation. You don't owe anyone to tell them your ethnicity unless you want to or you think it'll shut them up. Just like... Fully take your power back from that. You can just tell people, no, I don't speak Spanish. Even if you do, who cares? It's none of their business. 
Well, and then when you inevitably get caught speaking Spanish or comprehending Spanish, this is where I always, you know, and, and it helps that I've I've mostly been, um, even when I worked at my job that I didn't love or wasn't great at, at Comedy Central, I mostly had bosses that at least could sort of take it, um, more or less. I don't know if that, maybe I'm r- revising history. However... Uh, when you inevitably get caught, they're like, wait, you said you didn't speak Spanish. I do think a, well, no, I just don't speak Spanish for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, is okay. Well, either, yeah, or uh, I'll answer your question with a question. Why did you think I spoke Spanish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, that would be, if it were truly an egalitarian workplace, that would have been, you would have felt comfortable saying, responding with that immediately. Why are you asking me this? And the reality mm-hmm. is you don't have that. So yes, fucking lie. Lie to them always, especially on mm-hmm. your resume. Mm-hmm. That's advice from all of us. Lie on yes. your resume. Yep. I think that's great advice, especially as plenty of writers are looking to get oh, back into God. the workforce. Hey, look, I mean, here's the other thing. With all these like shows getting deleted... Uh-huh. This is this is going to lead to, I think, a, a pretty wonderful avenue for fraud, which is prove that I did it right on this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Prove, prove it. <laughs> Find anyone who can say I wasn't in that Zoom. I just had my camera off. Yeah, prove then it. I was in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't actually do that if you're a writer. No, I, no, I don't. That's people bad. Are we desperate. don't advocate for that. But. Some people have already done that. Yeah, that's true. Oof. We don't want to encourage that behavior. <laughs> yeah. What do we do? We are we we're just we we're doing we show. did our did our voicemails. We mm-hmm. did we did I I just chowed down on management boot for way too long. So no one wants to hear any more of that. So yeah. Uh, good voicemails. Thanks for all the voicemails. 323-389-7223. 323-389-RACE. Thanks oh, for the peanut yeah. shout out. Check out the picket cast. I know I said it at the top, but I really enjoyed the rundown of the uh, oh, of the tentative thanks. deal. The picket cast is on the suboptimal bundle, like we said up top. And uh, a great review of a Roscoe's trip. I really enjoyed listening to also <laughs> on Yo Can We Live. A lot of great stuff on the suboptimal last week. You should check out. Oh, thanks, Kevin. Get into it. Especially right. as you had to listen to everything twice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Liked it. <laughs> or, again, he's just being nice. All right. Peace. All right. Bye. This is Suboptimal.